My name is Atirat Kosaredi. I'm 25 years old, uh, based out of Austin, Texas, and this is Financial Interrogation. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. So you are a follow-up episode. Now, yeah. uh, for most people, if they haven't seen your original episode, it honestly won't matter because we're going to give you the same kind of financial audit as normal. But yeah. for people who have, we'll determine if you have, uh, you know, done better. Or stuff. I want to hear from your perspective. Well, actually, first, uh, just for a little bit of context and stuff like that, you were in a position where you were just recently laid off in the tech world, um, which is actually interesting because now tech is laying off all over the place. Mm-hmm. And which wasn't the case at that time. We still had a very strong tech market for probably like five months after that recording. And you also had some weird personal loans for car stuff. Yeah. So one personal loan still there. Gone. Gone. Good. Why? What? You just paid it off. I got a job. I got like another job. So once money started coming in, I just paid that off. Okay. And your runway was pretty small too, but you got ended up getting another job. Unemployment helped quite a bit because you had unemployment. I, okay. yeah so unemployment i got like two thousand a month so i only really had to pull two thousand a month out of my savings account so i was able to make it work i can't promise you'll get two thousand dollars a month for subscribing but i will promise that you won't regret it and we're really trying to get to two hundred fifty thousand subscribers so please feel free to consider okay so what is your new position and what do you bring in Software engineer. So my base salary is one hundred fifteen thousand one one five, not one five zero. Um, I got a twenty thousand dollars sign-on bonus, and then um, end of year performance bonus. Uh, that's going to be like twelve to eighteen percent. So average, you could say fifteen. Yeah, that's end of the year though. So that's actually really good because that you were like in the nineties, right? Previously, the 90s. ninety thousand range with your the job you're laid off with, right? Oh, that one, that was paying more than 90000 Oh, it was? Okay. It was paying like $90 an hour. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was good. Well, are you happy with this job? Yeah. Is it one of the major tech companies or is it like smaller? Um, It's kind of like medium. medium. For the previous position, I wasn't deliberately waiting for a medium tech company. It's just, I got lucky. Yeah. Early. Okay. So looking back everything you clean that up where would you say your financial position is now it's better than being unemployed so yeah it's better mm-hmm. any issues self uh assessed any issues i feel like it's easy for anyone to say yeah i don't have issues so and then you know you do an audit on them you're like dude you got a lot of issues <laughs> Okay. Um, I don't well, think I have anything major. I'm sure there's probably some things in my budget that aren't perfect, but I'm not like, you know, going to debt or like blowing through my paycheck. I'm why honest. did you decide to get rid of this personal? I'm glad you did, but what, what was like the kick in the butt that you threw a big pile of money towards getting rid because of Because I had an income, like I got a job, I got no, no, the no, sign but, bonus. But what made you, uh, instead of like saving that money or spending that money, what made you think to put it at that specific? Because the interest rate is high. It's smart to just get rid of the high interest debt. Now, if you have like a loan that's 2%, then you know maybe it might be better to take that money and invest it or sure. something. What was the interest rate? Do you remember? It was something like 10%. Yeah. Probably, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, I'm very glad you yeah, did. <laughs> it was dumb. I just couldn't get that regular auto loan. For some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. And the car is a... Toyota Camry uh, 2018. All paid off. No debt on that. All paid off. Great. Again, I don't want to like pretend, oh, I'm self-made. I think in the previous video, I should have um, specified, hey, my parents did help me. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think in college, my dad got, my parents got me the car, so they were kind of paying for it. Then most, it was yeah. mostly paid off when I got it. So I just kind of want to make that clear. I don't want to be like, yeah, you know, I did it all myself. Okay. Yeah, that was definitely a, a topic of conversation the last time was, um, you know, maybe potential entitlements and stuff like that, because we yeah. also had conversations around you not willing to work another job in the meantime, like even if it was for 15 bucks an hour, it almost felt like you were looking down on it. No, I definitely don't look down upon folks who do work those jobs. Um, so in South Asian culture, if you graduate with a degree in something, it's generally a bit more acceptable to like, you know, live at home with them and rely on mm-hmm. them financially. Um, you know, my parents were okay with it. They actually encouraged me to just focus on getting a programming job. I wasn't like leeching off of them or doing anything underhanded with them. So I just want to make that clear. Now mm-hmm. I understand. Now, of course, um, you know, if they're not in a position where they can financially support you, then they'll say, Hey, can you get a part-time job? My parents are like, no, right. just focus on getting a programming job. I wasn't, you know, my mom wasn't coming up to me and saying, Hey, can you work? And I wasn't, I wasn't saying, Hey, go fuck yourself, mom. I wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything like that. They just, and that's their yeah. choice. That's their money. And there's absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with that. And you're able to spend the time applying for jobs. Um, okay. Yeah. And I understand a lot of you out there probably don't have that advantage. I realize that, but you know, your parents might have different views. My parents were fine with it. Well, let's take a look at your money. See yeah. where things lie. See if, well, we already know some things have improved. Well, let's see if anything's stayed the same or slipped backwards. We have a few different checking accounts. Yeah, I primarily use Alliant, but yeah, okay. I have a few different checking accounts. We'll start with the Wells Fargo, and there was a beginning balance, 2000 then 125 was taken out, ended uh, just below 2000 And really, it was just a Scott purchase of some kind? Yeah, voice acting coach. Oh, yeah. okay, so you're doing, is this new? What? Is this new? Um, I, I mean, I've been trying to voice act for, I've been voice acting for a little bit, but I just felt like I wasn't making a lot of progress. I was just going and trying to do free jobs. And oh, I was going on like websites and just trying to audition for a bunch of small projects because again, I'm just starting out. I can't just go up to a major guy and say, Hey, give me a job. I gotta, I gotta work my way up. Um, you want to give us some voice acting? Yeah. So I just wasn't making as much progress. So I hired a voice acting coach. Um, I've learned a lot from him. I've gotten a lot better. Is that what you like want to do? It's one of the things I want to do. So more of a side hustle and passion, or do you think that's something you want to do a career in? I mean, I'm not going to just throw everything away and try to pursue it. Of right? course. You, it's kind of a balance. Um, you don't want to work at a job that you absolutely hate, even if you make a lot of money, but at the same time... Do you hate your job? No, I don't hate my okay. job. But like, it's just a balancing act, right? Yep. You, want to, you want to pursue what you want to do, but you, know, you also got to make money. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, for now, I'll just try to make it a side hustle. If it grows into something big, great. Right, yeah. Then we have, yeah, so this was your main one, right? That is my main one. Yeah. Yes. Alliance. That's definitely where the majority of the purchases were. Now, this is a good thing. Yeah. We went from $15,452 to savings, and we deposited 4639 bringing it to over $20,000. That sounds like a fully funded emergency fund to me. How do you Wait, feel? Did I save four thousand. Usually, I rem- if you I remember- deposited four thousand. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, in total, I think I saved twenty three hundred or something. What? That's what you need a budget. Told me. I don't. Oh, okay. Very cool. Uh, how long have you been using? You need a budget. Uh, I mean, I was using it when I first met you. Yeah. In the moment. I mean, even before I got my first job, I was um, using YNAB or you need a budget because it's a good thing just to learn how to budget. Do you your use money. it pretty aggressively, like constantly? 
Okay. Yeah, pretty aggressively. Like usually every few days, I'll just go through my purchases, categorize them. That way at the end of the month, I don't have a massive log of purchases. And I'm just like, wait, what was that thing I bought like 30 days ago? Mm-hmm. And then in the checking... 5,702 starting balance. Good balance for checking account. I think right around 5 to 10 is good, depending on the person and their life. Total withdrawals, 7,638. Deposits, 6,845. So more taken out with ending slightly below 5,000 for the ending balance. But if, you know, a lot of that went into savings, that's okay. And here there wasn't too much purchases, too many purchases that were like, you know, crazy, you're getting some Japanese food and some super chick chicken, and we're having Uber trips and a flight, potentially, it looks like. Well, no, that's Kitchen United, and then Withdraw Perch and Genuine Joe Coffee, Amazon Purchases, Bolden Acres, Amazon, Amazon, How Amazon, Adobe Creative Cloud, which, you know, hopefully you're getting a return on investment, or at least at some point, and then some practical shooting going Shooting all the time? Yeah, practical shooting. I make sure not to, like, let it, you know, destroy my budget. I still try to make <laughs> okay. sure to save money. Taking tolls, yeah. Google storage, and, yeah, again, on here. Uh, in, in terms of, like, everything that's on here, that is not half, so, I don't know. It's it's a decent amount of spending on one thing, but nothing crazy. However, if you add everything you spend up together, then it becomes a little more, yeah. but... Relative to your income, that's what matters. We have a Wells Fargo checking before we get into where the majority of your spending on, which is credit cards. Wells Fargo checking, 249 starting, 260 deposit. Only 10 taken out, ending just under $500. And this was... Yeah, it's because I didn't have a high enough balance. It was so dumb. I had $499. I was like... And then, like, I saw, okay, wait, I have a $10 (laughs) charge. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just... Sucks. Then we have Chase Sapphire. Chase Sapphire. Yeah. Is this your is this your main main boy? I recently got it. I make sure to pay it off every single month. The reason okay. why there's so many purchases on that mm-hmm. card is because I'm basically routing my purchases through it because I want to get those airline points. Gotcha. If I spend four thousand dollars on that card within the first three months of opening it, you get a lot of air I'll get a lot of airline points. So that's all yeah. I'm doing. For sure, yeah. Doing some credit card churning, and you got $1,360 of purchases, which in general is a lot. Depends where it goes. Okay, fun fact. They're all X's. X's mean bad. So you did just blow it on things that weren't necessary. I mean, so in order to try to get these points, you're spending it on things that don't add anything other than just fun. There's two grocery trips, three yeah, I got COVID earlier, remember? So yeah. I had to like get a bunch of electrolyte drinks and like a bunch of chicken noodle soup to deal with it. You can, okay, you didn't have food to make? What? You didn't have food to make or food, grocery store pickups? I had food to make, but like chicken noodle soup and electrolyte drinks are mainly what helps. That's what I read. If it helps your mental health at least, yeah. then... It helps. Well, this is a lot of spending. I'm not going to name everything off, but we'll throw it on screen. You're going to some theaters. You're eating things out. Hop Dottie. Um, yeah, all I ate out a lot this month. Definitely ate out a lot this <laughs> Lots month. Lots of Amazon purchases and eating out, eating out, eating out. Taco Bell, getting coffee. Alaskan Air. Alaska Air. And some sushi and 
Postmates or delivering food and Waffle House and, and Amazon and more Google purchases like mm. Google Play, something for 432 And then, again, out of all these X's, there's only three purchases that weren't having fun. Four purchases. Well, a couple yeah. of HEBs and then a parking. Well, yeah, a lot of my basic stuff like rent, that's on auto pay for um, yep. my debit. But yeah, all my other purchases like eating out, I was putting on this card. Right. Um, I think you get more cash back on like eating out. So if I ever ate out, I usually just use a credit card instead of debit. It didn't make me spend more money. At least I like to think so. Well, I don't know. That was a lot of money. <laughs> that was uh, eating out more yeah. than once a day. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. And then if you combine that with the other eating out that was from the checking account, you know, now it's stacking up. Yeah. And then on the Wells Fargo Visa, $21 was the previous balance. And, you know, you paid that off. You don't hold any balances on here, right? Nope. $10 oh. of purchases. And it was just your Spotify subscription. Yeah. I just have my Spotify script subscription on there. I pay it off every month. Right. And then we have, what card is this? It's an express card. Oh, oh. Not American Express, but like the clothing store. Yeah. Okay. So you shopped at Express three times. Yeah. $282 of purchases. So you definitely spend a lot of money. Yeah. Definitely spend a lot of money. I suppose so. Yes. What's your paycheck? My take home or like before? Yeah, take home. All right. So after taxes, I think it's like close to 7,000 a month. Okay. 7,000. Now. Oh, the rent. Your rent's just under thirty percent of your take home, so yeah, it's at it's at the higher end, but it's it's uh, under thirty percent. So yes, my lease is going to expire in April, so I'm not renewing that. I did. Where are you going? I don't know. I'm thinking maybe LA, or if I stay in Austin, I'll go for a cheaper place. I'll find something for maybe fifteen hundred. I'm sure you can find a decent apartment. If you go to LA, you're ready to change your budget because you're going to yeah. lose a lot in taxes yeah, and. I lifestyle higher yeah, if i go to la it's yeah I'll, I'll have to pay an extra 800 in taxes i think because of state income tax um then rent is going to be higher yeah yeah so in terms of your budget categories again we're throwing this on screen majority of these these are fine uh you did have 467 dollars to travel which seven thousand dollars take home not crazy 156 of guns not crazy acting and that's like the voice stuff uh backstage backstage subscription that's one of the things i pay money for um but yes also voice acting as well okay so really you're not going crazy i like that we put twenty thousand dollars in the emergency fund and i like that you have good money checking account you are spending a lot on fun but it fits within the bad budget categories mm -hmm. I said it's not an obligation, by the way. Not an obligation, but it's a nice to have. It is. So for food, I try to keep it at like 500, including groceries and eating out. That's. Well, I didn't add that up right there, but that looked well over 500. Yeah, for that one, I spent like 610 for January. Unique so. month. Yeah. Okay, it's a running joke uh, on, a, a, like, on this no. channel, I guess. That was a unique month. What do you have in retirement? Retirement. So right now, I'm just matching the 401k. What's like, the match? It's like 3%. It's something like that. I, I make sure to match whatever percentage my employer offers. Okay. Do you know what's in your 401k? Um, I haven't checked recently. Can't be I too just, much. Yeah, thousand? it's automatic. Right now, I just want to put more in my savings account. Why? Um, There's 20000 That's a good uh, emergency fund. Well, you have to remember, um, after taxes, my sign... <coughs> Sorry. 
after taxes, my sign-on bonus, you know, remember before taxes, it was 20,000. After it was like 15,000 because mm-hmm. there's like a 22% tax rate on bonuses. Mm-hmm. So I just took that, placed it in my savings account. Um, yeah, but why are you trying to put more money into your savings? 20,000 is good for an emergency fund. So I'm trying to get, do you have a goal right. that you're saving up mm-hmm. for? Or else it's just losing money. That is true. Inflation does reduce the value of your money. Let's see. So I spent like, okay, so I saved 23. Well, and losing money by not taking advantage of the market as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, Well, you have to remember um, the sign. There's like a stipulation for the sign on bonus. Like if you, uh, if you get laid off or something, then you have to, if you get laid off before a certain amount of time or something like that, then you have to pay that sign on bonus back. So I don't want to just spend it. I kind of really, if you get laid off, laid off or the, you, the, you leave the position for whatever reason. That makes sense if you leave the position, yeah. but I think if you get laid off, really? I think, yeah, I think that's, that's crap. why I'm, I'm just holding on to it. I don't want to spend that. I'm just, mm, that's interesting. I might relook at that. Really? Contract you signed. Okay, maybe, maybe it's like just something. I mean, it's absolutely possible, but that's just it. Just seems so. <laughs> and we're in the world of layoffs right now. Has your company done any rounds? I don't think so. Okay, and I hope they don't. Is it a tech company? It's like a consulting company. They do like a lot of college and healthcare stuff, so I think that's okay. pretty stable. College and colleges and healthcare always, you know, have a steady stream of revenue. They're not as dependent on, you know, venture capital or... I don't know. College just got really hurt and haven't fully recovered from the pandemic. Okay. I mean, I don't think there's any, you know, industry that's 100% safe. No, there isn't. I'm just just curious about that bonus thing. Yeah. Find out about that because that definitely changes things. If you can confirm it, if you wouldn't have to pay that back where you laid off, then absolutely at $20,000, I think you're... Well, let's see here. I think you could survive on $3,000 a month. It could be kind of tricky. Mm-hmm. Why? Let me think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. My no, media, in terms my, of what you are forced to do, yeah, it's only like $2,000. So I'm giving you an extra $3,000 for gas and groceries. Okay, if you yeah. Had to. If I remember on uh, like on my, uh, on YNAB, my baseline obligations are like, you know, 3000 around. So yeah, if, I, and, if I'm careful, I could probably pull it off. But... In your obligations, you also have things like grooming and clothing that can be cut and digital subscriptions that can be cut as well. Oh. So there's things that can be cut. Okay. So I should, or I should at least recategorize them so that they're not yes. important. Yeah. And tolls you can cut. You don't have to take toll roads to get places quicker. Uh, yeah. Public transportation you can cut. Austin isn't really a public transit. It isn't, but it's in your budget. So clean community. Yeah. It's like part of the bill for my apartment it's like clean community oh. pest control that stuff yeah it definitely all adds up but there's plenty of things you could cut back here so that's why i think yeah. twenty thousand dollars is perfect because it could sustain you for six months just surviving while you're searching for other things you wouldn't be having fun but you're not supposed to be in that situation yeah, of course you know when i was unemployed i didn't go crazy i made sure to just cut back on stuff i wasn't like buying guns or anything yeah like that yeah so after so from your previous employer or employers, have you rolled over any investments, any 401ks? So for my previous employer, I was just putting money in my savings account. That was like the main thing. So you don't have retirement. You have like $2,000 in retirement. Probably. But like I haven't been working very long. You haven't? Yeah. 
But you think I should um, divert that money from my savings account and route it to my? No, no, no. Account. We're gonna leave it there. Leave it there. Or not, the money that I'm, I'm going to put, I guess. The yes. Extra money that yeah. I have. Max out your Roth IRA. In fact, you still have about a month left to max out last year's oh, for right. uh, last year's Roth IRA. So okay, max that out six thousand dollars and then six thousand five hundred dollars for the next year because two thousand dollars retirement at twenty five. I know a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, I haven't saved anything uh, by then either. Just to get to where I'm assuming you'll want to be by your sixties, you're you're already behind. Okay. So it's time to catch up. Three percent into four hundred one k. I think if you want to just be truly simple about it and not think about it, I would max out your Roth IRA on a yearly basis and then just bump your 401k to like 10, 15%. Okay. So basically take the money that I'm normally <clears throat> putting into my savings account every month. Um, or I mean, before the, before a month is up, I guess max out my Roth IRA and then... Um, oh, you don't have to... No, you can just put... No, no, no. To take advantage of... Um, uh, of course, I'm blanking on the term now that we're filming. Uh, but instead of putting in a lump in, it would make more sense uh, to dollar cost average by just putting in on a monthly basis. It was easy math when it was just $6,000, but I am happy it's $6,500 now. So what would that be? That would be 641 okay, and 66 cents a month that you just put to your, your Roth. All right. Yeah, I can probably do that. I can definitely do but that. You can definitely do that. $7,000, yeah. I'd punch you if you can't do that, if you say you can't do that. So easy, boom. And then I would just bump 401k to 15%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to make sure I know like what to do first and like the proper order. Because I looked online and it said first to get rid of high interest debt, take care of your- Yep, which you don't have. Yeah, immediate obligations. And then when it comes to like saving money, build up an emergency fund. Which you have yeah. now. And then- Match your employee's 401k contribution yep. and then max out Roth IRA, then go back to 401k. Yep. And there's also, you, know, you could slightly switch it up if the 401k is Roth based as well. Uh, and rules have just been changed now where Roth 401ks do not have uh, minimum distribution amounts okay. by the time you're in your 70s. Okay, wait, can you write it down for me just so I don't? Um, yeah, we after, will we'll yeah. afterwards. Yeah, we can go. I feel for like that. I'll forget something. Yes. Or something. <laughs> now, is your 401k Roth based? I don't think I looked at that detail. Okay. Yeah. Uh, usually you can switch it. Most places are getting Roth based 401ks at, at this point anyway. So that would make sense to definitely. Either way, it doesn't matter. With the money you're bringing, you're going to max out your Roth IRA easy and then do 15% into okay. your 401k. If you can max out your 401k, that's awesome. But so if I take your advice, um, I which guess, is not investing advice because we haven't talked about where to put yeah. the money. Okay, so if I follow like if I follow what you told me, uh, I'll be able to retire by sixty. And what's the math on that? Okay, well let's figure it out. We're just going to use the general S and P five hundred, which averages ten percent a year. So taking all of its down years and all of its up years into consideration, it's just over ten percent a year. This will be in today's money, and then we can calculate what it will be after inflation as well. Okay. Well, when do you want to retire? You said by sixty. <laughs> Let's start with 60. Yeah, let's see. Start with 60, okay. Because you are in your best year, decade of compound growth, second half of your best decade, so it's time to start putting as much money in as yeah. you can. 35 years. So in today's money, 7 million. Oh, actually, well, I mean, it would be 7 million, 102,000. Nominally, yeah, it would be 7 million. Yeah, but what it would feel like in today's money. Yeah, that's good. And this is also taking into account that you're just putting $6,500 in forever for your uh, Roth IRA, even though that limit will increase with yeah. inflation as well. Okay. So 
and that your pay doesn't go up and you know your stuff like that so this is just if right now continued forever starting with two thousand dollars putting in twenty six thousand dollars a year 35 years s&p 500 in today's money with what the average inflation has been for the past few decades would be $3.6 million. That's what it would feel like today. Which, yeah, yeah, and with that, you could easily... 60, I don't know, maybe I'll live to like... 108,000 hours you can siphon off and allow it to continue to grow. And I think that's right around where I set the money that I okay. want to have when I, until I know I'm like officially set for the rest of my life. $4 million, I think. Uh, just just slightly over 100, like 115, 120,000 hours a year I could siphon. So, okay. But with that, that's great. You can amp it up if you want to as well. But yeah, and I could probably retire earlier. But I guess how would I do that? Because even you know, I'm still. Uh, but let's see. Is there a way to get that up? I mean, what do you mean? Would there be a way to retire even earlier than that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So um, if I were to retire like fifty, what would that number look like then? Oh, I want to take a look. Two point five. Two point five, and then. But in today's money, today's money, let's see, one point six, one point six mil, and then how much can I take off again? Let's see. From one point six, yeah, uh, I do three percent in order to allow it to continue to grow. Forty-eight thousand. Oh, okay, yeah, that's it's not a lot. I guess I got to find a way to increase my income then. Well, income will increase that. with this. Limits will increase as well, and you could also increase how much you're putting. Increase. Okay, so you, you can cut back on other categories. I'm talking to the mic. So when you suggested maxing out my Roth IRA and doing 15% for the 401k, is that basically taking all my leftover money, like the 2300 and putting it into retirement? How much total money would that be? Like, would I be contributing? Wait, I'm sorry. So I'd be contributing like 400 a month for mm-hmm. like Roth IRA. Then how much, if I did a 15% 401k contribution, how much money a month is that? See, that's... How much a uh, month? Six hundred. It's like fifteen percent of my take-home pay. That's before taxes, so it's like nine thousand. And then yeah, it would, it's like fifteen hundred. It would be about oh a month. Be about sixteen hundred and yeah. okay. So I'd be putting sixteen hundred towards my. 401k. And the tax situation is different based on Roth or uh, traditional. We can talk about that afterwards as well, but. Essentially, now, if you move to California, it might, might make yeah. more sense for you to do traditional uh, anyway, because that'll help you save a little more money on taxes, yeah, the tax. uh, taxable income, where Roth, you know, it's definitely, if you're below 30%, absolutely do Roth always, 100%. Right. Thank you. Is no. there any ad- other advice or any other stuff you think I should well, do? Well, no, just right now, your flaw right now is that you're definitely behind on retirement, so it's time to okay. amp okay. that up. You're in the best five years of your life for compound growth. Got it. Old. And it gets worse and worse by every year. So put as much money towards it as you can. If you, for some reason, max out your 401k, you, for some reason, max out your health savings account, you, for some reason, max out your Roth IRA, you can put money into a brokerage as well. Okay. And put it into the same, similar funds, depending with who you're, who you're with. Yeah. Okay. So, and if I want to, like, save up for a house, would that mean, you know, focusing on getting more money into the savings account? Well, what's hard is... Um, there's a there's some merit to that. Yes, there is. Oh, absolutely. I would love you to get a house. You determine what the number is that you need to have in your account to retire. Okay. You yeah. determine what you need to contribute on a monthly or annual basis in order to hit that, depending with what you're invested in. 
And then you will know the exact amount you have to put towards investing on the side. And then anything else that you want to save on top of that would have to be on top of that to get a house. Okay. If you cut back from the goal, then you're not going to hit the goal. Yeah. Okay. It just comes down to priorities and where your money is going. If we look at this month, I mean, ton of your money was just a BS. (laughs) So, yeah. You're just as blunt when I first met you, Caleb. Oh, I'm always blunt. This is how I am. Anyone who's known me since birth, <laughs> that is just me. But uh, with that, I mean, that, that, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I know you wanted to address some things from the last video, so I yeah. will allow you to close out this video by addressing some things. Wait, didn't I say it earlier on? Did you? Was that all you wanted to address? Well, I mean, the main criticism was that, you know, I didn't get, like go down to Walmart or something. But, you know, my parents were fine with me just... No, trying to focus on getting a programming job. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize how big of a deal it was because they never really brought it up with me. <laughs> was that pretty much it? I mean, the main criticism of me What about was, your glug glug of the water? Oh, yeah, that. I mean, I didn't know you beforehand, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I made you stress thirsty? Yeah, it's better than stress eating. Okay, zero calories. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Any final thoughts then? Any final thoughts? Hmm. I mean, you gave me some good advice, so I'll make sure to follow that. Um, I can't think of any questions. Yeah. So there we go. For the Hammer Financial Score, this is the first improvement we've had from a follow-up episode. We've done three previously. Technically four, but one, you know, two with the same person. But this is an improvement, so that is good. Not perfect. Emergency fund, we got to there. That's great. We got rid of all bad debts. We got rid of all debts. There's no debt at all. And all that's really happening is, you know, not owning a piece of real estate and not, you know, we're, be, we're pretty behind on investing. So right now, because we're, we're pretty aggressively behind on investing, Hammer Financial Score, 7 out of 10. But that will be an 8 very quickly and then hopefully uh, all the way up to a 10 in the coming years once he's able to get a piece of the property. So make sure to follow the things in the description, like my Instagram and Twitter, and don't forget to subscribe. Thanks.